0: Who wants, tell you, who wants a pot of coffee? I just made coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee?
1: And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's Coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and uh, let's get this started. Everybody. welcome back to Java Chat. This is, this is going to be another fun one. Uh, have a have a real interesting interview lined up for you today with a young gentleman here by the name of Sean Clark, the guy over here on the on the left of the screen. Uh, he is one of the three three of, of three co-founders for a company called Go High Level, uh, which we happen to be uh, customers clients of. Um, and I reached out to Sean. and I said, Hey, uh, would you would you mind coming and hanging out for a cup of coffee and giving me some perspective? And he said, Yeah, why not? Sure. So. Sean, thanks for joining me on Java Channel. you having
0: me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I,
1: I got I got a compliment on the Casablanca poster behind oh, you. Thanks. That is, that is. For, I'm a classics dude. So cars, movies, love them. I just, I, I saw that, and the first thing I thought of was the uh, the dance competition between James, I think it was James Cagney and um, Bob Hope. There was a private uh, dining hall. And they were dancing on the table. They were doing soft shoeing. <laughs> And I never knew that he could do that. I mean, I was like, this is gangster, man. The man dances like almost as good as, if not better, than Bob Hope. That's pretty damn good.
0: So. That is pretty damn good. <laughs> it's hard to
1: beat Bob Hope. Uh, considering he was back in that day, he could dance. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: And, I mean, you couldn't fake it back then. There was no special effects.
1: Not a lick. Not a lick. I think the best special effects was if they held a sparkler in front of a camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh so, so where are you guys based out of?
0: all over the place so I'm, I'm in Eugene Oregon which is a little college town in Oregon and, um, and there's no one else here but me and then the rest of the team as well and pretty much every state and country you can imagine
1: that's amazing so and and you're obviously your dot-com so you're anywhere anyway it doesn't really matter
0: yeah we don't we don't care well and I've always I've been working remotely for gosh ten years now so it's not a new thing for me
1: yeah that's that's a cool deal <laughs> I just got a note from somebody saying that they wanted to come and join the live and they're, they're still out. I They're still out on the road. They're like,
0: I got to get home. I want to see them.
1: <laughs> this. This does happen once in a while. It's kind of funny. Let <laughs> me like, Turn off the notifications. Oh no my God.
0: Worries. I, I trust me. I, I totally understand how that
1: goes. I oh, I'm, I'm sure you do, buddy. Out. I mean the, 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 mere, the mere fact that, well, so how did you guys come up with this concept for one? I mean, go ahead. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Share what it is and then sure. how you came up with it.
0: Uh, so it is, um, everything that a marketing agency needs to run its business in one spot, and not just for itself, but also for its clients. So it's really an all-in-one marketing automation, CRM, phone system—you name it—sort um, of all-in-one sort of marketing tool uh, from a software perspective. Right. That both a small business needs, but provided through a marketing agency, which is right. a little funny, but yeah, that's what it is.
1: Mm. And why would you guys come up with that? What was the? I mean.
0: Uh, there's a lot of
1: there's a lot of let me let me clarify. There's a lot of all-in-one systems. Yours is actually, and I, I was referred to you. I'm surprised sure. I didn't find you guys. Um, but I've seen a lot of We're terrible
0: marketers ourselves, so <laughs> that doesn't surprise me.
1: <laughs> what what is it with us? We're really good at marketing everybody else, but ourselves. <laughs> oh no, yeah,
0: I, I can't. Well, I'm actually not even good at marketing other people, so that makes <laughs> me don't plan right. But luckily, I have some really amazing customers who help help spread the word. So that's that's how we how we market.
1: Yeah, and I, and that well, it still goes back to the old thing of if you've already gotten to word of mouth, brother, you're you're doing pretty dang good. I mean,
0: yeah, well, I mean, I think it's also a good test of whether or not you're you know you're reaching somebody. I mean, there's lots and lots of SaaS companies, and and I'm I'm very familiar with SaaS, but who spend a lot of other people's money most of the time, you know, and instead of buying you know better engineering or better software or whatever it is, they're just fielding massive sales teams to pound on phones all day to try to sell product. And that to me is not the way to, not the way to go.
1: (laughs) Well, that, that may have been effective back in the eighties and nineties. Times have definitely changed and they're changing again. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, So you have two other co-founders with you. Yep, That's right. How'd you guys, how'd you guys meet?
0: Let's see. So my first co-founder Varun, who's my technical co-founder, he and I, uh, I'm a software engineer by trade and he and I worked together at a previous uh, company And so I just got to meet him as a, uh, he was actually, he ran one of the teams that I was responsible for and and he was exceptional then and he's even more exceptional now. So um, when I had a chance to work with him and he happened to be free, um, I I thought I counted myself very lucky. So I jumped at the chance. Uh, And then my second co-founder actually is the person who brought the entire idea of this business to us the way it is today. Um, And he came to us through one of our very first customers and he you know kind of opened our eyes to the market that we're in today and um and so he's he's really a foundational person in that regard
1: he's, So between the three of you 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 and Varun came up with the actual the actual well, so, so
0: actually the so Varun and i had the idea to to help small businesses succeed and through software and really our, my prior which sounds kind of hokey but my prior SaaS company that i sold was in the accounting space, and I got to see lots and lots and lots of financials of small businesses because I was helping them collect. Oh
1: money. sure, oh sure, yeah. And when
0: I would just talk to them, you know, like I, I was, I'm, I'm kind of like an interested. I'm always interested in business. I'm really sure. I'm kind of a business nerd. Yeah, yeah. So I'd just ask people like, well, what's your biggest challenge in your business? You know, they well, and and it was amazing. You know, and I get, to, I had, a, I had a thousand customers in, you know, probably seventy different verticals or a hundred different verticals, and I would, you know, they would, they would all say the same thing. They'd be like, well, I just need to get more customers, more customers, more customers, and I thought. Well, gosh if that's your biggest challenge you know after i sold that SaaS company i thought well maybe i should try to take that challenge on and so Varun and i got together and we're like well let's see what we can do you know what's you know what would help businesses and so we thought we started brainstorming oh you know reputation management's really important let's let's put reviews out there oh but you know they also need to be able to communicate with their customers let's put two-way text out there you know and we started going along and it was it was fine but the problem we ran into is as we added more features customers had a harder and harder time figuring out how to use the product. And we're like, yeah. oh gosh, this doesn't make sense. But we couldn't figure out how to make it any more automated or magical or easy than we you know, than we had. And so we were really stuck at the time. Um, and lucky for us, one of our customers that we had in common also had hired a marketing agency. And that marketing agency called us to say, hey, we need to figure out how your product works. We kind of give them a demo. And they were like, wow, this is amazing. And we totally understand it. And we see the potential. and. Um, And to us at the time, particularly me, I, I was I was like, oh my gosh, this is cool. You know, having somebody say that they see what you're trying to do is yeah. pretty validating. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so anyways, uh, it really then became apparent, well, wait, let's not focus on the small business owner who doesn't have the time anyways to do any of this stuff. Let's focus on the marketing professional who's really the right person for that job.
1: Right. That that becomes a more of a, yeah, you you built a, almost want to say a perfect market stack for, um market tech stack martech stack if you will um for agencies because when when i when i first was introduced to it um by the way it's dan kurtz that that sent me to you oh good okay i'll say
0: i'll say thanks to dan
1: yeah dan dan's a good guy he's been helping us out a lot he helped me out last night again um to figure out how to build a couple of quick funnels um using the snapshots by the way guys anybody that's listening to this if you haven't heard of go high level go look them up gohighlevel.com go watch go check a demo do something schedule something go look especially if you're a marketing person if you want to take a lot of the heavy lifting off your shoulders um this is probably the best that you're going to get and i've seen a ton of saas platforms i worked in um i worked in some stuff in silicon i actually i'm an investor in a tech company right now it's not a saas company but um there's nothing that what you guys have out there. I mean, well, everybody hey, I, I touts the that. all-in-one, but
0: not really. <laughs> well, I think there's something special about focusing on a particular vertical and, and really trying to build out for that. I think that's the future of all software, to be honest. Is mm-hmm. you know, if you think offline, offline is very vertical focused. You know, you like you go to a, you, you know doctors go to doctor conventions and buy doctor equipment and you know do doctor stuff. They very rarely go out and do either generic stuff or yep. stuff in another field, yep. right? And yep. I feel like software needs to kind of follow suit, and that's what yeah.
1: we're doing. I, th- I, I think what you guys did was you actually predicted where things were going. Well, how? So when did Go High Level start?
0: Gosh, we just answered that question this morning. We we technically incorporated July of 2018.
1: So you're only you're you're young. My yeah, goodness, you're young. young. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And and uh, approximate how many clients do you already have? Uh, uh, using oh, uh, clients as license, license agents.
0: so the way we think about it is we look at the the agencies themselves, and then we look at the end users, um, yeah, uh, the end mm-hmm. small businesses. So we've got about fifty thousand small businesses on the platform now.
1: Already in two years. Yeah, that's phenomenal. You hit the right you hit the right spot. See, I was thinking about that. Excuse me once again. allergies
0: oh i know the feeling
1: <clears throat> and you're in you're in eugene
0: yeah it's a yeah it's a big bowl of allergy <laughs>
1: yeah i'm in i'm in las vegas we got dust and pollen mm. it just it gets it, i get the double whammy oh, and yeah. I get and i get it year round
0: <clears throat> yeah, <I> <laughs> at least it's dry
1: yeah well it's been it's been a little wet around here lately
0: i, I suspect <laughs> your version of a little wet differs from my version of a little wet
1: your version of wet keeps the waterfalls flowing. My version, yeah, right, of wet, exactly. my version of wet actually creates one in about right. 5 minutes that you don't see coming.
0: That's true. It's true. It's like it all just dumps on in one <laughs> second, right? Yeah. We don't get any of that here. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's just yeah. constant. It yeah, never we stops.
1: we we have this thing called bursts that just dump hundreds of thousands of gallons in like 10 20 minutes and then it's gone and it's That's sunny crazy.
0: Although uh, I, yeah. I I don't know, I might prefer that. <laughs> I, pff-
1: you prefer you prefer it until you get back into the uh hello <laughs> I'm, I'm i i live right next to a street <clears throat> that used to be a side street
0: um,
1: <clears throat> right up until they built a school behind us uh okay it's not become a thoroughfare.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Now that's how people get to the school.
1: <clears throat> Everybody knows it now. It's like, oh, I'll just take a shortcut down Dave. Yep,
0: there you go. Now you're the shortcut. Nobody ever wow. likes to be the shortcut.
1: And, and all the ambulances know it too. And they come flying. I'm, I'm actually surprised he was letting his siren off. Most of them let a blare going through. So, um, so anyway, um, okay, so two years. In the two years, what have been your biggest challenges that you've had to overcome and how'd you do it?
0: Gosh, um, you know, I think it's a combination of um, scaling, scaling stuff up. So, you know, the thing that worked yesterday for 50 people isn't going to work the same for 5,000 people. And, right. um, and it's really about how do you, how do you build the car as you drive it? So how do you continue to, to scale the software up? How do you make the, how do you make, make sure you're also, it, and, and it's, it's a combination of things. It's scaling, it's adding big new features, which big new features to add, and then also making sure you, the features you've already launched are continuing to enhance. So it's it's just trying to balance all three of those together in in the right combination. I'd say is probably our biggest challenge.
1: And at at the point <clears throat> at the point of fifty thousand on the platform, <clears throat> I would imagine you're on version fifteen by now, if yeah, not yeah, more. Yeah, we don't
0: even we don't. Yeah, I mean every, I don't even version things anymore, really. I mean, we probably, I mean, that's, I mean it's probably been 30,000 releases at this point. I mean, we, we push out new code and new features and new releases, um, if not daily, at least um, probably every three or four days.
1: How big is the team then?
0: 50 people.
1: For a two-year-old company with 50,000 clients, that's impressive.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it is pretty exciting. I got to say, it's way bigger than I ever thought it would be at this point, And um, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but we're also very fortunate, very lucky, I and mean, we have an incredible customer base that I think is, is, is really the number one way we, we've gotten here. I mean, it's not just, yeah, we've been able to go out and acquire customers and, 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 you know, profitably and that kind of thing. I think just the, the actual kind of customer we have is different. I mean, it, I think they're extremely passionate, um, motivated individuals. They're entrepreneurs themselves. Um, we're trying to help them create value in their business and, and make more money. And I think we're actually being super successful at that. And I think that's a huge difference. I mean, I think we're we're a way that our customer can make more money. Um, yeah. And I think that's something that really drives our ethos and has helped push our company a lot faster than maybe something where somebody says, well I you know like accounting software. Well I gotta have it, you know, but I'll go get it, but I, I just don't like it. I'm not it doesn't excite me.
1: Yeah, for me, it's the difference between having to open up QuickBooks and getting to open up Go High Level.
0: Yeah, exactly. More <laughs> fun, right? You get. I mean, it's it's it's. You know, I, it's, uh, I think it was the CEO of. Oh gosh, um, uh, I'm trying to remember. It's it was actually accounting software. He he said, you know, most software is either a crayon or an aspirin.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he said,
0: my and he was saying my. Um, it's it's a big accounting. It's a account. It's like a QuickBooks competitor, but they're out of. Um, uh, Canada they're like more on this really small business side uh, fresh books that's what it
1: fresh books I hear yeah yeah and he
0: said he, he said my my software is an aspirin you know you just take it to make a headache go away um, but you know he said but <laughs> what I love and so when I listen to that, I that the last thing I ever want to do is create any more aspirin products so um, I want to be in the crayon business you know I want to help people draw their features mm. and make and create things that are amazing and and that's kind of what we're trying to do
1: it was interesting too though is that you've also given You haven't just given people a crayon. You've kind of given people a paint by number, which is really cool. Um, And to explain that, for those of you that are listening and watching, um, they have these things called snapshots, um, which are extremely insightful uh, templates, if you will, of whole deals. Like not just campaigns, but triggers and campaigns and marketing and example ads from other agencies. I mean, this... When, they, when you go into go high level, you have this ability to really take the crayon, color it in, and that whole point about you helping your, your clients make money, <clears throat> you're not just doing it because you have an affiliate program too, which thank you, by the way. That's cool. Yeah. We're happy about that.
0: Yeah, um,
1: absolutely. But it's not about the affiliate program, which is what a lot of the other all-in ones like to tout. We have an affiliate program. We'll teach you how to sell our deal. I'm trying to sell my deal. Why am yeah, I trying right. to sell your exactly. deal too? Totally. You guys have created a platform where we can sell our deal. You've made it easier for us to hell, if we have to outsource anything, we can. Yep. And and know that it's gonna get done in a in a well enough fashion that it will be effective for our clients.
0: Right.
1: I would think that would drive an affiliate much more than just here, we'll teach you how to sell our stuff.
0: Yeah. I agree. I mean, that I guess that's another big difference with us and everybody else. We're not trying to get you to sell us to your customers or to sell us, period. We're trying to get you to sell your stuff. <laughs> yeah. So we try to, we, I mean, if anybody doesn't know this already, we're, we're almost exclusively white label. In fact, we would like to say we're 100% white label. The only people, the only time we're not white label is people just don't set it up for whatever reason. Um, but I mean, our, our mission is to empower our customer to make more money literally directly by selling something. And so, I mean, to me, that's the most important thing. Like my goal every day is like, all right, listen, how do we do something today that helps our customer make more money? Because it's, to me, that's the most important thing. Like my goal every day is like, all right, listen, how do we do something today that helps our customer make more money? Because it's, to me, it's simple math. Like if I help you make more money, somehow I'm going to get, I can get paid in the process. I just, oh yeah, absolutely. good things will follow for me. I I didn't have to think about how it just, it just, it just happens. And so. Our, that's that's a hundred percent our goals like how do we help you generate more revenue today
1: in your journey from 2018 to today yeah what have been some of the fun things that you've experienced whether oh, they're God. silly stories or just you know like we like, hit it just you know? just
0: meeting so many people who came to me and said you know i have no clients and i don't know what i'm doing and i have no money and um And you know, I'm really struggling um, to, you know, talking to some of these people three months later, six months later, nine months later, you know, I've quit my job. I've um, I'm doing $10,000 a month. I'm doing $50,000 a month. Um, It's been amazing. I'm not only just meeting my financial goals, but I'm doing things I never imagined I could do. I, I have a retirement account now. Like I, you know, I I'm out of debt. Like I'm, you know, like, it's just amazing to watch all these people build businesses. And then if you look behind the business, and I think this is the most important thing, the way by which they're doing it is extremely noble. Their, their, their charge is to go out and help someone else in their business grow. So it's literally enabling people to help other people. And I think that's a fantastic way to live your life. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of like get rich quick schemes and a lot of like go Tons. make money online things Tons. where Tons. the thing you're actually doing is not very cool at the end of the day, <clears> or it's it's some in some way very scammy. But for what we do, I mean empowering people to be digital agencies. Digital agencies have the charge of helping their customers make more money. And so it's a cool thing to, to watch and it's a cool thing to be part of.
1: That's one of the interesting things too is I, when I was looking at some of the snapshots, <clears throat> one thing I didn't see in there, <clears throat> were info products. Yeah. And I was extremely impressed with that <laughs> because most of the other all-in-ones, that's what, they, that's what they say, go build a tribe and go sell them information
0: yeah
1: um okay and how's that supposed to really help improve someone's life other than to shift them over to your way of thinking right if if i'm if i'm a pizza shop i don't need information i need customers
0: yep absolutely no, how, do,
1: how do i get more if i'm a if i'm a software company i need more customers i, I don't need more information
0: yeah
1: so so to me it's like <clears throat> now that's a conflict in philosophies philosophies as well okay people do want information out there they they're buying it and that's fine that's a good market F- feel free but when you're talking about guys like us me being a marketer since I don't know late 90s I'm kind of old um, <laughs> I think, I, 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 I'm getting I, there don't worry I've yeah you're, your <laughs> you're, you're probably a, quite a few years behind me I, I don't I don't look my age thankfully
0: <laughs> that's, that's hey, I, I, I hope I can say the same thing <laughs>
1: Well, with this, everybody calls me just about the right age. Without all of this, they, yeah, right. there you go. I'm in my mid 30s. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. I'll take that.
0: Yeah, right. I'm with you.
1: Yeah. So, but I think I think what a lot of people don't might miss is that, and it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter what philosophy you want to follow. If you want to go sell info products, please go ahead and do that. You're going to make money. People want the information. Give the market what they want. Duh. But there wasn't anything like this. Not that I've seen until now, um, which I'm very glad for Dan and I being friends and connected. And, and by the way, Dan's in Florida, and I'm here in Las Vegas. And he said, go grab Go High Level. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> he was just just go go, just go just get it. Trust me. Go get it. Pick it up. Take a look at it. As soon as you get it, open it up. Start going through the tutorials. As soon as I opened it up, and, I, and I had, I've had two conversations with Chase, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah. And Guy's phenomenal. Real happy that I, I had the time to t- chat with him. My business partner, same story. And uh, shit, you guys got so much stuff. In <laughs> you guys got so much stuff in this thing. It's like, okay, all I got to do is retype this? No, come on. You serious? Mm-hmm. I mean, last oh, okay. night, I, I was up till 12 last night working on um, <clears throat> working on a reverse mortgage funnel. Um, and just going through the campaign behind it, even though most of it's automated through the funnel itself. Yeah. And, and looking for a phone call to book an appointment, so it's like okay. Well, and, I mean
0: that's that's the whole idea is to try to help. I mean, if we think about who we're serving, right? Um, it's the small business owner, and what have we said? The small business owner is super busy. So as much as we can, as much as we can mitigate, uh, automate that, and yeah. make it easy and simple. That's the whole idea. Um, and I think that the <laughs> the reason why I think the market, the marketing agencies are such unsung heroes because in reality. I think mm-hmm. if you're the small business owner, let's say like the pizza shop, yeah. You, every day you think like, okay, I gotta make pizzas today and maybe, you know with special sauce and where oh, are we yeah. at with the ingredients and what are yep. we gonna do and what's gonna be next month special and are we serving customers at the counter? On and on and on. You have this huge agenda of items you have to cover in a day, just to operate your business. Yep. But you know, before I ever step in the pizza shop, there's all this stuff that actually has to happen, right? I have to know about you and get interested in maybe you have to run a special offer or you know, maybe you have to you have to connect me with your business and all of those things happen before any of your sort of things you sort of wake up and think about occur, and I just don't think the small business owner has more time in the day to add that onto their list. They marketing don't. Marketing agency is absolutely the key ingredient there. Um, no small business with a. I mean, you take any small business and you take take them, put them head to head, and one has a marketing agency and the other doesn't. The one without is going to lose yeah. because yeah. you need someone who can focus all the time.
1: Yeah, hands down. It's it's one of those things, and and. Being in business development as long as I have, that was always one of my biggest concerns is how do I get you to work on your business rather than in it? Um, when I worked with really small businesses, um,
0: you know. Impossible, I think.
1: It, yeah. It's it's not possible to do it on your own. Yeah. And, and yeah. The, the, the biggest thing that I ran into was pride and ego. But right after that, it was basically just not enough time. No, there wasn't yeah. enough time in a day you could give them 30 hours in a day and it, it just won't change for in them. fact
0: if anything i think marketing agencies can move you towards that goal because if you think about the reason why there's no time it's because there's limited margin because they don't have a customer generation system that's that's pouring more customers and helping grow their business they need to get to a certain size to escape it but i think because they don't ever they think oh hiring marketing agencies is expensive i'll try to do this myself they get stuck in this ugly cycle where they can't break free
1: and they and they 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 begin to get into a mindset that no matter what I do, whether I hire an agency or not, it's not gonna work. Right. And they they begin to look for the, sure, yeah, pitch me, go ahead and I'll I'll wait for it to fail. If you can catch a business owner of that size early, like out the gate and go, look, you're making an investment, do it smartly, do it here now. And here are the times where you wanna really invest in your marketing rather than trying to do it yourself. Right. Um, un- again, unfortunately, I ran into a lot of those that they just didn't get it. Oh, yeah. The ones that the ones that did, and we built funnels for, we built advertising or coupons and things of that nature, you know, just giving them the Real right programs, strategy.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You, you name it. They got to the level where they could finally hire an agency and I could let them go, you know, because yeah. they, they got too big for me. And I'm just, I'm just a single guy at the time. It's like, now I have something where, I've been working with million plus with the technologies that we have. We're talking to companies that are 10 million plus. Um, we got an identity resolution. I'm, I'm, I'm sure one of these days you and I can have a discussion about that.
0: Oh yeah. <coughs> identity resolution. Is that like, uh, figuring out who I am or like figuring out if I, if I fall in a certain bucket, like veterans or
1: even, even better.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Um, I'm, I'm, we can, we can chat more about it. I was going to say
0: there's a company, do you know the company sheer ID?
1: I've heard the name. You know the company Live. You've you've heard of Axiom and LiveRamp? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, we have one of those.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> and, um, and we're we're a lot more affordable than they are.
0: <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet.
1: <laughs> and I've had I've had wonderful conversations with Axiom. LiveRamp. Eh. <laughs> yeah. But but the and and the idea of that is like one of the things that we want to bring to agencies is the ability to take this data to their clients as well Um, because we take it directly to our clients but this platform yeah giving us the funnel allows me to be able to say look you don't have time to build that let me build that Mm -hmm. i'm already giving you the data so i already know how to do your ads i got that covered let me build this for you let me show you that the whole thing goes like this and we'll optimize it together that way it's not that it's not a disjointed thing where i'm just giving data to the client and Praying for rain, and if they don't, <laughs> they're going, you 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 know how this works. If they don't know what the hell they're doing, it's it's good money after bad. Yeah, I mean,
0: <clears throat> yeah. So again, this will be the interesting thing. Yeah. So I so for us, you know, we're getting deep into this right now with um, dynamic attribution nice. uh, for, for visitors. So like, we just have <laughs> a feature where you know, if you come in from an ad work, an ad, mm. Google Ad or a Facebook Ad or whatever, you know, we can then map the customer journey from that visit all the way through to the opportunity so the actual revenue close and so I truly think that you know in the next couple of weeks I can also um, start showing people this but we can give you ROI down to the ad level and I think from an agency's perspective that's a great that's way to beautiful. optimize the ads that's but beautiful. on the customer side it's a way to connect the dots between the money I'm spending on ads and the customers I'm getting the actual money I'm getting for that right Um, We'll see how it all works out. I mean, even on the marketing agency side, I think it's a fairly sophisticated sort of thing to do. So we'll see what the uptake is um, and how well people can process it. Um, This is one of the things I think is most challenging about like big data, right? It's the idea that, yeah, all the data is out there, but can you really make sense of it? And can you use it in a palatable way where you can just get in, get what you need and move on. So I think that's actually the bigger challenge here
1: not necessarily the technology piece no yeah i i would agree with you on that as it's um it's always been it's always been a challenge for marketers to be able to prove roi because unless that unless everybody in the pipe is completely subscribed to the fact that we are looking to create a revenue stream here that is profitable
0: mm-hmm.
1: not everybody's going to remember to say where'd you find That's us right. how'd you come to us who referred you um did you find us online did you find us on facebook did you find us yeah. on google blah, blah, blah. they forget all of this stuff and it's because it's business, business moves. You that, get,
0: absolutely. You oh, gosh, yes, absolutely. We have that challenge in our business. You know, if I look day to day, if I look at, at a customer, I want an easy way to say like, wait, where did you come from? Yeah. <clears throat> and I think if you could give that to business owners, it'd be huge.
1: Usually, and, and that, it, the way we did it, unfortunately was post, post transaction. Of course. When you were asking for reviews. Yeah. And, and even then, obviously not every. Yeah, the
0: accuracy is it. terrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's super, so, super, super hard.
1: Yeah, but but that was the way to do it in the old days. I mean, Jesus, back in the days of, of <clears throat> Mad Men, if you remember those days, 60s and 70s, nobody knew.
0: No, absolutely. Well, so I mean, marketing was just a, a best effort kind of thing. And, and really it was more, I think it was more about impressing the client. You know, it's like whenever I see a billboard around town, I think, you know, I bet you that business owner really loves their name up in lights, but who the heck knows how many people are, are they getting from that?
1: So we have, we have, um, we have billboards around town that have a lot of personal injury attorneys. Yeah, I like to call.
0: That's, that's ego.
1: I, I like to call them the billboard boys. Yeah. And the reason I do, I actually know a couple of them, and they're great guys. And I and I'm I'm like, does it really generate you that much business? Doesn't generate anything. You're, you're you're paying thirty five hundred bucks to get a phone call. Yeah, I know.
0: It's a it's a ridiculous month. waste. Yeah. Time.
1: It's like most of your business is not. It's probably coming from somebody else going, hey, call so and so.
0: Or people going on Google and searching personal injury attorney. <laughs> that's where I mean. The thing about attorney, what I love about attorneys in AdWords is nobody Google's attorney for fun. So if no. you do yeah, it's that's the best really high intent. I mean, it's like <laughs> a perfect keyword in, in AdWords. I mean, and <clears throat> they all say, well, it's very super expensive. Of course, it's super expensive. But that's the point. The reason it's super expensive is because those leads are worth a lot. And if you have a great system to, to 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 capture and close them, then you should be able to clean up. I mean, the guys who consistently. Perform in AdWords under those keywords, they make a ton of money because they're they're taking those leads in and their close rates are super high and they're able to ROI out even yeah. on those super high click costs. You
1: know what's interesting though, what you you just you just brought up with something that, and again, this goes back to using the right system for intake,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: would be a funnel. Yeah. Even if somebody doesn't do the click to call, mm-hmm. if there's a follow up trigger, which I know mm-hmm. is possible now there's a follow-up trigger that sends a note over to the person going, hey, you clicked but you hung up or you didn't finish filling out the form or something and and it starts dripping on them. They've got a chance to still get that phone call. Oh,
0: gosh, yes, absolutely. The fortune's in the follow-up, right? I mean, if somebody bothers to engage with you even to the least extent, the likelihood that they're a potentially good customer is pretty high. And I think life comes, I think what people don't sort of, when you live in your business every day, you know a lot about it, right? You know, like, and you know about a lot about your competitors too, right? So you know like who's really a good lawyer in town and who's really not. But yeah. all of your con- consumers have no clue who's a really good lawyer and who's not. And by the way, they have no time to figure it out. <laughs> they just need to get in, make a decision, and move on because they've got other things they're doing in their lives, right? They're not personal injury attorneys.
1: Um, they just need one. You 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 make you make a real good point. Do you remember? Um, I, I think it was in two thousand and it was either two thousand seven or two thousand eight, maybe even later. There was that report that Google put out called the the, the zero point.
0: Oh, I don't know that one. It was a report
1: talking about how people are are now, and and you've made a very good point because it shifted from that just within a couple of years. That the zero, oh, the zero moment, <clears throat> that moment of decision that's made because somebody, the soccer moms, the 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 consumer is already online researching. They're smarter buyers these days, right they they've got their research done they know what's what's out there they know what's available so when they come to your business they're looking for a deal and and now it's gotten to the point where even that's too busy so I may see you but I may not have the time to decide right now right that zero moment hasn't happened yet right so now what are you gonna do and all of this business goes swirling around in that in that realm in particular all this business goes swirling around and and it's it's like a roulette shoot you know it's yeah. And I I said it that way intentionally. I know it's supposed to be a crapshoot. It's a (laughs) really is, if you think about it, because you have no idea unless you have something in place for that follow up. Cool. Um. You help mainly agencies.
0: Correct. In fact, I mean, I would say that we almost uh, we only try to help agencies. Gotcha. We try to exclude all others.
1: What 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 would your Biggest piece of advice to somebody considering starting an agency? What would your biggest piece of advice be to someone? Oh,
0: I I, I actually have this down pat. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I'm glad. You know, I talked to a lot of new agencies, and I, and what's great about me is I, I I'm not an agency, but I've I've spoken about five thousand of them. Yeah, and I can see a lot of data about their agency. so sure. I know the guys who make money and the guys who don't. Um, I know the people who have one, you know, who make money, and there's one person, and I know people who make money, and there's 50 of them. So I've got a lot of information. But people who are just getting started, they're by themselves. The two pieces of advice I give is is as follows: so pick a niche and stick there. Um, and you know, like I, right before this uh, this podcast, I was on with a guy who's in uh, the who's working with a big jujitsu studio nice. sort of network. And yeah. I said, listen, <clears throat> be Mr. Jitsu. Like, forget martial arts studios, forget fitness forget it be mr no, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. yeah so pick, pick a niche and stay there and the reason why is is super simple like first of all um people want to be talked to by someone who's experienced with their business and two there's a ton of sales strategies and outreach strategies and lead generation strategies that that you can create within a, a tight niche like that that scale really really beautifully but as second you step outside the niche they just fall apart right yeah. like the way yeah. you attack personal injury attorneys. Mm-hmm. Is different than you attack plumbers yep. there's no strategy that works for both as well right. as the one that works for either so the right. and stick to it and then the second thing is <clears throat> do everything for your customer be their chief marketing officer so if they say I need a website you say I gotcha you know I need PPC I gotcha oh I need postcards no problem and it doesn't mean that you have to do it and in fact th- that's the third piece of advice Just forget fitness forget it be mr. No, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. yeah so pick, pick a niche and stay there and the reason why is, is super simple like first of all um people want to be talked to by someone who's experienced with their business and two there's a ton of sales strategies and outreach strategies and lead generation strategies that that you can create within a, a tight niche like that that scale really really beautifully but as second you step outside the niche they just fall apart right yeah. like the way yeah. you attack personal injury attorneys mm-hmm is different than you attack plumbers. Yep. There's no strategy that works for both as well right. as the one that works for either. So make right. a stick to it. And then the second thing is <clears throat> do everything for your customer. Be their chief marketing officer. So if they say, I need a website, you say, I gotcha. You know, I need PPC, I gotcha. Oh, I need postcards, no problem. And it doesn't mean that you have to do it. And in fact, th- that's the third piece of advice. Don't do it. <laughs> Find someone else who can do it. White label mm-hmm. that person if you have to but always be able to say yes, 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 because you become indispensable to your, a couple of things, one, you're indispensable. Yeah. So the likelihood that that person ever cans you goes way down. And then the amount of money you can charge them goes way up because you do more for them than anybody else. So yeah. I find that the people I meet who are on the small side or the big side, who make a lot of money, they follow those three key ten, sort of tenants um, and they do amazing. So that's my advice, pick an itch, do everything for your customer. <laughs> Um, and don't do it all yourself if you're small and just getting started. What outsource to a white label service provider?
1: Where were you back in 06 when I needed you? Yeah, correct. <laughs> now you said you had a SaaS company before this. Yeah, I did. And what did that one do?
0: It's called Invoice Sherpa. It's still in operation. Um, it, what it did is it automated uh, reminders out to people to pay their invoices. <laughs> so you, you know, you have, there's a you'd be shocked to find how many small, medium, and large businesses have insanely huge amounts of accounts receivable i.e invoices they've sent or, or payments they expect to receive and they've got that gotten payment on and the simple reality is, is if you look as to why the reason why is not because the person on the other end is terrible broke or not willing to pay them they're busy <laughs> and so Forget. if you simply remind was well, so we did two things i would remind them to pay if they um and then i would also automate the payments so nice. uh, so i would just subsequently get people yeah. to agree hey okay yeah next time you send me an invoice no problem just go ahead and take it out of my bank account or off my credit card and so we would automate that process
1: basically you basically helped small business become like utilities because they yeah, all do well that. I
0: just made people money is what I would do they would they would have, they would come to me with this big old bucket of unpaid bills and I would and then I would just I would go out and I would actually just all of a sudden like rake in a bunch of cash <laughs> and they would and it, and it was amazing they loved it and it was
1: I'm it, sure they did it, it, was, it was
0: all automated it was cool
1: so shift from business Let's talk about Sean. Okay. Programmer by nature. Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Oh, I just I love the power of software to affect change in the world. I mean, I I it was amazing as a kid to watch cursors make me make the cursor move where I wanted it on the screen or whatever it might be. And then um, as I got older, it was really cool to see the impact it could have on just people's lives. And then um, and so I just kind of went from there.
1: What was the first computer you ever had? Apple II. Do you remember the TRS-80?
0: No, before my time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, The first computer I saw probably was an 8086.
1: Yeah, the first computer I saw was back in 84. So just a couple years before you, that was the TRS-80, which were the old LCDs, uh, LED screens, but the CRT version, the green.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, my, my, my Apple IIe was – oh, no, the 8086 was a green screen. I think my Apple IIe was fancy. It had color.
1: That was the first one. That was the first color because the two C was the one before that, didn't uh, happen. Okay. Yeah. In fact, that's where that game Oregon Trail came from.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I the, remember. Original,
1: the original Oregon Trail was on the two C, if I remember oh, correctly.
0: Okay. Now that makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not surprised. That was a fun game. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I
1: was. Well, for us, it was. It was like, holy cow, this is cool. You know, strategy
0: oh, yeah. totally. yeah.
1: games were never like that. We only had Dungeons and Dragons before that. That's all you yeah, had. Dice. Exactly. <laughs> <it was laughs> <the laughs> so over the years as you were going through all of that you stayed uh, what what kept you what kept you in like moving towards programming because being a programmer versus being a builder versus being a tech versus i mean yeah it it was just that fascination with with
0: well i I mean well yeah that's a good question so i have adhd and i think yes just like me god i I think (laughs) i think that programming lent itself really well because it wasn't physical by nature. So it didn't require. So, you know, my mom was a mechanical engineer and you know, what I, <clears throat> I think because I, because I was so I, I could cycle really quickly, but I was really, I'm very, very poor with detail. So if you're going to build something physical, that's not a good combination. Like you can't like, Oh, I built the bridge and then it collapsed. And so then, I, but then I figure out what was wrong and I rebuilt it and it collapsed again. And it, you can't just keep waffling back and forth, but right. you can suffer. You can iterate extremely fast. So yeah. I was never the I was never the um, most concise or well planned or perfectly executed developer, but I could just cycle extraordinarily fast. And as a result, it was and, and that's the fun part about computers. Like you can you can build a, a bridge in a computer in, in and out you, as much as you want. Yep. and it, and you don't have to give it to people until you until it's done and you can drive on it. And so it was fun to be able to do that. And I think computers and software lent there. Yeah, totally with that. And and it was yeah, so it was fun.
1: The The resources all up here. Yeah. In, in physical energy not in not in resource energy so yeah. to speak. no that makes sense yeah I, I have a I have a joke uh, as much as uh, and it's kind of real it's OCD I'm OCD adD okay it has to be perfect just not for long
0: <laughs> right. <Not laughs>
1: So, and that kind of, that kind of holds me up on some of my campaigns every once in a
0: while. But I was going to say, I have the exact opposite problem. I'm not OCD at all. I'm just, just ADHD. So, I, <laughs> I just I I just, I just just whip it out there quick and say, oh, good luck. I hope it all works out. And I'm not concerned about I, what I, happens.
1: I, I've learned to kind of let that down a little bit because being that kind of OCD is like, here, we got to get the damn thing done can we finish right. it, get it right. we need to move this now uh,
0: i've done the opposite i've learned to be a little less slap a little less cavalier so <laughs> mostly by working with other people who are smarter and better than me at that so
1: yeah same here I've, I've i've worked with a bunch of different people that are you know the some of them that are the coaches the life what, what do they call them um <laughs> motivational yeah. whatever they're called guys like guys like david bear gurus <laughs> like, yeah gurus the guru the guru nation yeah um and and it it did help especially when, when you're talking about being able to focus on one thing and and you know we're working on multiple projects at the same time my partner's working on one project and i've got two others three others that i'm working on at the same time so it's it's like time blocks are just stupid important um speaking of which is that how how do you run your day i mean what's a typical day look like for you oh I-
0: I'm I'm really terrible at this. It's, it's, I don't take any advice from me whatsoever. I'm 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 running all over the place. I can I'm, I barely keep a calendar. Um, I tend to be highly reactive in nature. So yeah, don't 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 look to me for good advice there. And I, yet don't, run, have, I don't run my day very well. And,
1: and yet you have a highly successful business, which means you've got great partners that got your back. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. I mean, what I did in this business that was different than my last is I I I, I early on worked with people who were superior in many ways um, to me in other areas and together we formed just a, just a very cohesive team.
1: Well, it sounds like a fun team too. I mean, you guys have obviously doing what you enjoy. You're living a passion, not, not a job, which is great. So, um, so you've gotten this far in your journey and you've done, you've done well. What's your biggest challenge right now that you're dealing with business wise?
0: Oh gosh. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't think it's any different than it, it than it has been. It, I think it's the same question is, you know, going back to how can I make my customer more successful, and then realizing that my customer is not one monolithic thing, right? I have customers who are, are going to today are going to come in and it had, five minutes ago they decided they're going to be a digital agency. I have customers who have ten clients who are farther on in their journey, but they're still quite young and they're single owner operators. I have clients who have a hundred staff members and a thousand, a thousand customers. And how am I going to serve those people? And so I think for us, it's all about, um, but I would say the, the more, the mo- most challenging, of course, are going to be people just coming into the platform. How do I get people successful? How do I make somebody successful as fast as possible and help them see that, see that potential in that journey? And then how do I make sure that the resources are in place for them to continue along in their journey with what they're doing? Uh, I'd say that's my biggest challenge. If I, I mean, if I could bring you, like if I could just bring somebody off the street and show them in a very short amount of time how to make money, that would be the, the, like a beautiful day for me. And that's what we are moving towards every day.
1: That's an interesting challenge to have too, because you're talking about being able to serve a very, a fairly wide spectrum of clients, size wise, sophistication. Yeah. Um, and, and wider than
0: I would have ever imagined but and and, and, you know to be honest I mean those answers are I mean that's that's why it's a challenge those answers are still unknown you know there are there are days when I think that I should you know I should really focus on trying to teach people this and then there are some days where I think you know I really ought to just tell people um, I, I really just ought to make the barriers higher so actually I just get less of those people in the door to begin with because in all honesty it's it's probably not a great idea to go into the teaching direction that's why there's all these teachers that are already there and it's, you know, and honestly, I mean, I love today. I love when, when somebody comes to us and says, hey, I'm a student of so-and-so. I love those days because it tells me, look, they've invested in a course or they've invested in a method or they've invested in education. So they're coming to me as a software tool, which was is what I would hope they would come to me for. They're not coming to me saying, I don't know how to get clients. Can you help me? Right. That's That's where the challenges I think are. But I still think. I still feel for those people. And I still love those people and I still want those people to be successful. So it's a struggle.
1: Yeah, I know. And, and uh, both of us having the same kind of condition that, that becomes a real, who do I help first and how do I help them? Right. The 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 fact that these people that made the investment, the students, it's interesting because I know a good portion of those teachers and they all have variations of philosophies and, and trip, tips, tricks, hacks, whatever you want to call it. And what's interesting is yours is the first platform that I've seen that actually does serve all of those different philosophies. It doesn't matter who comes to you. As long as they've been through a course, yep. it'll be easy for them to succeed because they'll recognize what it is that you have. They understand what triggers are. They understand what campaigns, how to set them up, what the flow is. They understand the strategy behind it. You don't have to teach them that stuff. Right. Um, and with regards to actually teaching them, um, there may be a conversation that we can have. Um, yeah yeah only because i have a few friends that design those kinds of th- things and might have something to put in the back end for you that you don't have to deal with it um,
0: well and that's yeah i mean i think that's like we just recently launched our partners program where every if somebody who wants to be listed there can be listed there and the types of people i want to list there are are people like coaches right because i don't i don't want to get into the coaching business i think it's a i think it's a, exactly. it's a, it's a definitely it's its own thing um, yeah. I just want every coach to recommend our product. So,
1: well, um, you got us yeah. recommending your product already. we, we have. I, ri- I appreciate that. And-
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I think there's a huge. I, I think what I but I, what I think of, what I remind myself every day is that at the heart of it, being a digital marketing agency is a very noble pursuit. It's a very viable pursuit from an economic perspective, and almost anybody can do it. So I think there's a huge opportunity out there for people to go out and help small business be successful um and so we just want to continue to find more and more ways to help those people power those initiatives and so you know while there will be stumbles and there will be setbacks ultimately just pushing forward is the most important thing
1: i think i think you guys are well underway i think you guys are going to hit it it's a freight train i you may may not see it but 50,000 in 2 years that's a freight train, bro.
0: Yeah. Oh, but, I, I, I'm with you. I try to remind myself that every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just, when you're in the trenches in the midst of your own storm, it's always hard to see out of it. I, I, I get that one. We, I,
0: well, lucky for me, we have great customers like you. I mean, we have, we have people every day who reach out and just say, Hey, thanks so much. And this has changed my business. And those are the types of things that really help you, right? Because they offset the people who say, you know, the, this is terrible, or I hate this, or I quit, or I can't understand it. Or you know, so I really appreciate how many people have reached out and said positive things because yeah, I think I think in life sometimes people don't take and it's a good reminder to me like you know oh you know what I need to reach out and say thank you more because it really helps that other person on the other side be inspired to do what they do.
1: You 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 brought up a good point and this is something that I reinforce with everybody that I talk with as well as there's always room for gratitude.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't do it enough.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. We don't. I'm I'm actually going through a 21 day uh, gratitude challenge and it's been like really eye-opening as to how, right. how often we forget
0: right totally because yeah. as, as as a species i think we're prone to 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 look for and mine out the negative which which actually and i think that's the challenge of life i think people who are the most successful in life tend to t- turn the negative down more and focus more on the positive and realize that you know <clears throat> negative isn't what defines you it, it, if anything you know it's what sort of, it may reinforce something you may learn something from it it may change the way you operate, but at the end of the day, like it doesn't mean that the world is over or you're a terrible person.
1: No, not at all. In, if, in fact, it actually – it should encourage you at the fact that there is something going on that's better, that's I agree. better coming. You're, 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 bec- you're going to become more resilient, after, which, interestingly enough, that, that's a perfect segue into what we're dealing with right now. And you're in Oregon. Mm-hmm. I know you guys uh, – You guys are you guys under lockdown right now?
0: Oh, I mean I think everybody
1: bec- You're going to become more resilient, after, which – Interestingly enough, that that's a perfect segue into what we're dealing with right now. And you're in Oregon.
0: Mm-hmm. I know
1: you guys. Uh, you guys are you guys under lockdown right now?
0: Oh, I mean, I think everybody is right except Georgia. Uh, <laughs> as yeah. Of today.
1: Yeah, as of today, Georgia's starting to reopen. They're doing it in small phases, thankfully. Yeah,
0: I think it's hair salons and bowling. Yeah,
1: I think that's it. But yeah. Well, but I gotta
0: tell you, I always say we do that hair salons. I need a haircut badly. <laughs>
1: Just as, a, just as an aside, if you saw me this morning, this thing looks like a crown. <laughs> About that high.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, oh, so I, you had, oh, you got your cut today. That's good. Yeah. I, no, I, no, no,
1: I, no. That's, I, that's I, called that's called leave-in conditioner and a lot of
0: combing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, I attempted an at-home haircut. It didn't go well. So, I'm, I, mean, I I but, you know, it, it was also a good reinforcement. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like when people say, oh, I a small business. It's like, oh, I don't need a marketing agency. I can do that myself. It's easy. The best thing you can do is just go try it, right? So now I'm, you know, when I go see my hair salon or whatever, my barber, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop her a fifty because just to say thank you, yeah, um, exactly, you know, for for all of the hard work because clearly her skill is is unappreciated.
1: Yeah, they, I think, and I think that's a lot of times we 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 have a tendency to take for granted. It is what it is. But um, being that you guys are in lockdown, what kind of things? Where do you see business headed? I mean we talk about how good it is because we have a we have software we have online and and there are some businesses that are still thriving just fine tech is one of them um, health and well, farm I, don't know. I mean,
0: it, it depends I mean I just read this morning you know tech tech job postings are down half, I think almost 50% over last month
1: Wow that's big <clears throat> and
0: that's you big. know that, that that's I mean that's a field in the last five years where you know if you just claim you can write code you can get a job yeah uh, you know let alone actually be able to do it so I mean I but I think there are impacts all over the country. But I do agree with you; tech has certainly impacted less than other other places. If you own a gym right now? Things are oh, done. Oh,
1: you have nothing. If you have okay. a if you have a gym, you're done. It's over.
0: Well, maybe um, we've we've got some we got some plans there.
1: Cool. Uh, so no, yeah. So I mean... let's
0: talk. Let's so let's talk about what we're seeing. Okay. So I would say, and, and this is actually our biggest thing that we're working on right now. We're actually going to have this out next next week. Nice. We're going to be launching memberships. Oh, um cool. And you know, which is back to your info products concept but what we're seeing right is we're seeing this evolution so first of all if you are a business that is shut down like a gym you need i mean there's two what we see is there's sort of two lanes of travel so you've got people who take the i'm over i'm done i'm gonna shut down i'm gonna close my doors i'm gonna hope it all blows over kind of approach and i think that's terrible because the other approach is you know what yeah this is this sucks i'm not gonna make a lot of money but you know what i need to stay out in front of my customers and so what everybody who i think is intelligent right now is doing and motivated is creating a digital product of some kind that they can sell. And, and many of those products, by the way, make them no money um, and, and, and are best break even. But what they're designed to do is create presence. Because what we all know is that get one way or another, this will end. <laughs> um, yeah, it, gonna, it, it's going to subside eventually. Next yeah. month, it may not, not, maybe it won't be all over until next year, but one way or another, it's going to end. And the yeah. person that you're going to remember from the gym, to the, uh, you know, to the chiropractor, to the whoever, is the person you engage with during this time when you're, you know, quarantined, right? And so when things do open back up and you do think, oh yeah, you know, I, I wanna get back in the gym. You're gonna go to the gym that you were using that had a digital product in your, in your area that you were consuming, that's where you're gonna go. So that's a massive win for that gym, right? Um, I think that, w- but I think this is gonna carry over. So I think every small business is going to learn that they need to create a digital product, period. so that they and if nothing else as a way to drive leads and interest and to create value at a lower price level so that they can they can upsell people into their higher higher services so for for us right now we see it as an adaptation Mm -hmm. but i think in the long term i would tell any business owner look have a digital product sell it locally like sell it regionally like sell it in a way you know you don't necessarily have to make it to some like you don't have to be some online guru of chiropractic right right but you can focus your you could run Facebook ads in your region targeting people who you know you could eventually bring into your office mm-hmm. with something that they could do that's low dollar amount instant gratification and it creates the capture step and you get a little revenue through the door to offset the Facebook ads and then you use that course or that digital product to then upsell that person into the more long-term ongoing sort of um, relationship
1: one of the interesting things that you, you mentioned there is, um, is something that we've kind of advocated. Dana, I were talking about this too when it came to like the restaurants. Right now, the restaurants, many of them are closed. Yeah. What they need to be doing is they need to be sharing their recipes. They need to be- I agree
0: of, with that. Customer. Create connection. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and consistently be out in front of them. And being able to create an educated customer makes them feel, one, they feel more empowered. They feel more important. Mm-hmm. They feel more like they're important to you because you yeah. took time to actually do that education and give them information that they don't have to go to WebMD to go and learn. They don't yeah. have to go to someplace else. They just they just know to look in their inbox or wait for a text or something like that. Hey, yeah. today when you're sitting. Don't forget, sit up straight. A message from your local chiropractor.
0: Simple stuff like but that. Cairo can, does that.
1: No, yeah. Nobody does. I mean,
0: everybody. We, yeah, and every. I don't care what it is that you do. There's something that you can teach. Yep. And, 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 if, and and it can be simple it can be easy it can be um, you know whatever but I think it's about creating human connection and creating that connection with your customer and I think it's about giving more than taking and I yep. think people were in this time people will remember that I mean, many people right now you have to realize they are out of a job they have no money coming in they're broke they can't afford groceries so they can't afford to be buying your you know $997 super course but if you're giving away something for free um, or something extremely low cost, I think that's something that they can appreciate and it creates connection. It makes them yeah. feel important. It makes them feel like they, they belong to something. It, that makes them feel less isolated. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that they will always remember that. And I think they'll create a lot of loyalty and, and love for you when this is all over and they do get their job back and they do have money in their pocket. They'll remember that.
1: Yeah, I think I, think, uh, I, I agree with you. I think that a lot of what we're experiencing right now Within this time frame of being, you know, either under the stay-at-home or self-quarantine or what have you, mm-hmm. um, we have a lot of people that are sitting around with a lot of extra time, and that that opens the door for two things: either one, depression and anxiety because they have nothing to do, or two, you being in their face giving them some happy joy for the morning, for the
0: totally. day. Really yeah, absolutely.
1: So, what do you want your customer to do?
0: Yeah, that you can only watch so much Netflix. I mean, if you're really just sitting at home doing nothing, I mean, and, and, and by the way, that that's never been healthy. I mean, <laughs> no, it's, no it's, not at know, all. It's never, it's never been healthy. It wasn't healthy back when you know it was just two channels, mm-hmm. on, you know, and, and the TV went clunk clunk when you changed the channel, and it's not exactly. healthy now, right? Yeah, it's, it's healthier to be out doing things. And if if you can't, you know, like doing some weird stretches or some weird exercises or you know, um, meditation or, or back stretches or, or cooking or try to do a recipe. Like you name any of those activities and they were healthy before we were in lockdown and they're he- They're just, they're even healthier now because you're right. There's very few alternatives. There's less social exposure. You're just not even getting out outside. I mean, these are wonderful things. So I think right now, every small business, every business period needs to be engaging in this type of stuff. And if they're not, they're just asking to get just run over because when things open back up, you know, yeah. like I can think of, two or three restaurants that I bought food from during lockdown that I'd never been to before. Right. been to before and why it's because they yeah. were open. They were like, Hey, we've got takeaway. We've got, you know, whatever. And so now, gosh, okay. But that was an experience. That was good. I remember them. I've now tasted their food. So wait, the next time when I'm open, I might think, Oh, well I'll go back there. Right. Whereas before I wouldn't have known them and I would have gone somewhere else.
1: Yeah. It's, and, and you got to be smart about that guys. If you're a business owner and you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, think about this. Okay that time and i think what's um what's the guy's name from bar rescue um the they they have that tv show that guy goes in and he redoes a whole bar oh
0: gosh there's a lot of those now
1: he's a he's he's from new york um he did a thing and i think it was on gary i think it was on gary v's podcast where he actually laid out a strategy on how to get people to come back so it wasn't just they came in and they sat down it's like you give them a coupon they sit down, you put a red napkin on the table that tells everybody this is their first time in the restaurant, they better- Oh, get that's cool. As well as possible. If you think about that and translate that over into a curbside like you were yeah. mentioning. Imagine if somebody came in and they bought and you looked at them and went, is your first visit? Is your first visit? Hey, yeah. this is on us. Here's a coupon, come totally. back after all of this. Is totally. It'll be valid the whole yeah. time yeah. whenever you want to come back.
0: Yeah.
1: And then be ready to serve that. And what that does is that gets you immediate loyalty, immediate affinity and it gets you it gets you a future customer
0: i, I totally agree with that yeah that's, so, that's a very smart strategy
1: and, and you can do that it doesn't matter what business you're in you can do that with any business if yeah, you just got to yeah, figure yeah, out where and when to put stuff. it yeah it's, it's yeah. so so it makes absolute sense that so you think we're gonna make it
0: oh i, I think we'll be just fine i mean <laughs> I, I think we've been through worse and i, I think this will this will you know we have over in time i mean we, we, this, we have on, actually on the scale of things this is this is really a minor r- bump in the road. Um, all things considered.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a we've been through. So the, on the health side, we've been through four of these in our lifetime, you and me, at least four, pot, potentially more. Um, economically, we've been through three.
0: Yeah,
1: seriously, seriously three, and a and a and a slight in between one um, <laughs> back in the back in the nineties. Um, I too see it as we're going to be coming out of it.
0: Oh yeah. I'm, we, I'm not we, even worried.
1: Not, not everybody's going to be smelling like roses. But yeah, totally. But, and but I that's think that's all, the most that's important okay. thing to realize. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's okay. There's going to be some changes. There's Life is going to switch. I, I teach business etiquette. And one of the biggest things right now is everybody's like, well, what about shaking hands? I'm like, well, you better be carrying some hand sanitizer, huh?
0: Yeah, right.
1: That's the big change. Yeah,
0: uh, right. But, yeah, I was going to say. Right right now, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, although, you know, again, I think the thing about this is a year from now, I think the it'll done. normalize
1: yeah it's gonna everybody's gonna look back at it and go oh my gosh we really did we really did lock ourselves down hard and it's like well yeah at the time it was necessary yeah it's no longer that necessary we've yeah. grown our yeah. antibodies we've george carlin did a thing um and if i can ever find the link uh, remind me i'll send it to you but he actually talks about it in one of his in one of his uh, uh stand-ups about we're humans and our bodies were designed to fight viruses the thing is we need practice
0: right
1: This is one we've no, no human has ever had practice with this particular version of this. This is why it's so deadly. And so, you know, and it's, it's highly infectious and all that kind of stuff. So it's serious. It's real. We just never had any chance to practice on it. about a year from now, most of the population will have already had that. And they, the people that have actually gone through it from what I understand. And I've, I've heard from a couple people that have actually had it. They're like, it sucks. It's bad. It's, it's, it's worse than the flu. You get some shit runs on it, but you get through it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you had to have been extremely healthy. And what's funny was one of them's a smoker. Yeah. And she made it through. And she's like, yeah, it sucked bad. I didn't smoke, but I'm, I'm smoking again. It's fine. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. So, anyway, cool. We, we've been on for about an hour, bro. <laughs> hey, not bad. <laughs> he did it. He's usually only run for about 40 minutes. Oh, good. I, well, there you go. Yeah, I got that. So I, I really want to thank you for, for investing the time here. Yeah, likewise. Hanging out. Um, I can't wait to see where this is all going to go. I mean, obviously, we're- one we're, <laughs> we're, we're very excited to see where this heads and um, definitely looking forward to working together with uh, your company and, of course, servicing our clients. But Sean, I want to thank you for coming and spending your time as well sharing your insights and your knowledge with my listeners and everybody that hangs out over here, having a cup of coffee. So thank well, you. Thanks
0: for having me. I appreciate it.
1: All right, guys. Now, Sean, um, let everybody know where can they find you? If oh oh yeah, you? sure.
0: Uh, well me probably on Facebook these days. Um, uh, but yeah, just go, go, go find go high level. And I mean, that's all that really matters to be honest. I'm, I'm a minor, I'm a minor player in this. Get, go, go high is probably the best place to start. And, um, and go from there. And then we've got a, if you don't want to sign up yet, you want to just see more about us, we have a great YouTube channel with tons of awesome content. And um, the other thing more exciting about our YouTube channel, honestly, is we have a ton of marketers on there um, talking about how they work and what they do, even outside of high level. So it's a cool place to go check out some really useful, valuable content.
1: You just You just gave a bunch of people some good inspiration. If you guys are not, if you didn't hear what he just said, he just said, go look at the successful agencies. They are giving you what they do.
0: Yeah.
1: If that doesn't if that doesn't tell you how to run an agency and you're just about to get started or you need some pointers and stuff like that, go to their YouTube channel. Yeah, um, absolutely. and the, the I'm assuming the channel is Go High Level. Yeah,
0: it's just high level
1: one word. High level one word on YouTube. Yeah, so yeah. Make sure you guys go there. That's the end, guys. Thanks again for having a cup of coffee with us. We're hanging out and um, it's just real simple, as you can see. We we love talking with business owners. And we love talking with entrepreneurs. We share our stories. We share our challenges. We share our solutions. Make sure that you're out there sharing yours. Make sure you're staying at the top of mine. And uh, you know, I love you guys. I always do. Thanks for following. Thanks for listening. Uh, Take care and we'll talk with all of you guys real soon. Ciao for now.